husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. Hi, everybody. Keith Urban. Keithy boy. Your favourites. Uh, great Kiwi. He's a great Kiwi. <laughs> Was he, born, he was born there, wasn't he? Yeah. Then, then and then he lived here. in Kabulcha, which means he's Kabulcha born. Oh, yeah. The Kabulcha. Because he was reborn the... when he moved there. Yeah, Kabulcha. That'll bloody beat the Kiwi out of you. Kabulcha. That's where my Scotsman, is that grandmother right? lives. Although you're the same. You change where you were born, like you, who you are, depending on the situation. They're not my words. They're your wives. <laughs> not wives, just one wife. Wives. He doesn't. <laughs> And I don't either, but he doesn't. He's, he's always said he's from Cardiff. No, but sometimes you go as an Australian mm. or as a Scottish man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, get dual citizenship and then we can talk. Yeah, uh, there is real power in that, you don't isn't have it? Citizenship. Yeah. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> is it annoying if we know too much about each other? Yeah, it gets a little bit pickly. 10 year anniversary. I'm mm. looking forward to it. Did you find the date? No. 10 years you guys have been doing this show yep. together, hey? Mm. But I think it's coming up. I think it might be next week or the week after. You should know, Stav. You're the man. Oh, there's just been such a parade of them. <laughs> Can't remember all of them. All the different women. Am I your longest had. female co-host? Hundred percent by mm. a long shot. Thanks. Mm. I'm chasing you down though for his longest female co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you do have better titties than me. <laughs> but then again, unfair. You didn't breastfeed as much. Nah. <laughs> hey, well, I have had three kids, so you know, it affects us all. <clears throat> Today's podcast has Keith Urban. There's a $20 bet going uh, between me and Abby to find out whether Keith Urban would actually eat in a food court of a Westfield. Mm, he sat there that. to eat, uh, listen to Taylor Swift's song, and I believe that he did stop and eat whilst there. Abby says he didn't. What's your go-to at the um, food court, Manny? Kebab. Kebab? Yeah, I like a carvery. I used to be a carvery guy. I like a carvery. But they're, they're dying out carveries. Mm. The one at Mount Omni. <laughs> Bless, bless you. you, which is my frequently um, bless, bless you, you frequented food court. Mm. That, that, that shut down. Did that shut down? I used yeah. to go there all the time. The Bucking Bull. Yeah, yeah. If you I want, I can bring you some. Yeah. There's a lot at Carindale. It's just a long way to go for no, I'll bring it carvery. into you. Oh yes, please. I've, I I have never eaten at food courts. So I don't need it. Doesn't abide by them. My dad loves. I love a food court. He loves a food court. There's one at Tawong. With a carvery? Is there? Yeah, they do a good roast there. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. That's we used to have a place we used to go called Hawker's Corner. Mm-hmm. And used to go and it had, it was kind of like a, a restaurant. That Hawker's Corner? Mm. Is, it Haw- is that what? Yeah. No, it just sounded like you said Hawker's Corner. Uh, Hawker's Corner. Oh, maybe I was at the wrong place. <laughs> Depends what you're getting. I was going to um, say, I know what you're eating there. <laughs> but it was, uh, my friend was saying it's big over in Hong Kong. Mm. And it had all the different cuisines, but it was kind of like a restaurant. So you went in oh, yeah. and they had like... Yeah, so it's yeah, a restaurant, okay. but really made up like a food court, so you could go around to each individual uh-huh. ones and right. then come and have your yes. your food there. But it was good when you kind of like, I'll oh, have spring rolls. Yeah, I would like to have you know a different cuisine. Lovely. Also. It's good though because I like a food court because there's always something for everyone, and mm. you don't have to do the weird thing where they give you a frown if you eat something from another place in another place. So you know, mm. like the kids want McDonald's, and then mm. Esther and I might want. Mexican, mm. so we get the kids happy meals, and then they bring the happy meals in, and they look at you like you can't eat them in here. Mm. Or I'm the worst. I'll get the kids something, and then I'll bring my packed lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I guess you're still spending money there, though. Yeah, like mm. we were, we were going to go to a Mexican place. I won't say the name of it uh, on the Sunshine Coast mm. once, and we wanted to get a table, and there was six adults, mm. and the two kids 
had Happy Meals in their hands because mm. that's what they wanted. They didn't want Mexican. And the lady said, they can't eat that in here. Oh. I said, all six of us are going to order something in here. She goes, it doesn't matter. They can't eat in here. I was like, but the kids won't eat anything from Mexican. Six adults mm. all eating. She goes, well, you can't eat it in here. I was like, well, we'll go somewhere else. later. We'll go somewhere else. Yeah. It's like, but do you know what so I like strange. to do in that moment? Which is like, <laughs> kids, can you go and sit in the car by yourself then? <laughs> Don't worry. What, <laughs> what I they're did. Not, they're going to feel really bad. In the end, what I did is um, I ordered takeaway from there mm. and they were so slow. The kids ate their Happy Meals while they were waiting were waiting for the takeaway mm. and they finished their Happy Meals by the time our takeaway came out. And when she bought the takeaway, I went, actually, we will eat that in now because the kids haven't got their Happy Meals anymore. The takeaway mm. prices. <laughs> now well, I want Mexican. I went into the Apple store, very different, but just, you know, numbers mm. and they were doing a demonstration. They wouldn't let you have your Samsung in there? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> come on, I'm going to buy something else. I'm going to buy headphones. Do they match? Uh, no, but the kids were having a demonstration. Kids don't count for COVID yeah. numbers. And the poor things, they've got like brilliant. Have you seen it at the moment? They've got like a security and just so that there's no arguments, the, the security, no, will hold the numbers. Mm. So they've got like a little app and each time someone walks in, they'll press it so it goes up so you can see, oh, there's 98. Mm. And then he'll have to go so down. So the whole time that's all he's doing. But he's showing everyone so no one gets annoyed. Mm. And I was going in, they're like, well, look, kids don't count for the numbers, um, but we just don't have enough space for you. And I was like, oh, no, that's fine. I'll come pick them up later. And they're like, oh, no, you're not allowed to. So what do you mean I'm not allowed to? They're like, no, you have to stay with them. I'm, but I can't go in. And they're like, no, but can you just stay here? I went, no, 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 they'll be fine. You can just see her face. There's no um, toilets in here. I was like, they are both toilet trained. You are going to be fine. And she's like, I'm sorry, you just can't. <laughs> what did you end up doing? Oh, then? I left them. I was like, I'm going to go and get a boost juice. <laughs> and then going to go to sports girl. I haven't had a boost juice in ages. Oh, the kids <laughs> love it. I love a boost juice. Mango magic is That's my go-to. That's what they get. Mango magic's the best. Mm. What do you get? Watermelon I, something. I never get one. Watermelon crap. I never get one. They're too expensive. I just get it for the kids. And I get the small size, life. which they do not display. Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. No, they've only got the medium or large. Yeah, can you we go, get the small yeah. one? Or oh, you want the little collector's cup? No, thank you. Just the small one. Mm. That's, yeah. So they get two small mango magics. And then I'll get protein balls for Finny. You've never had a boost juice before? No. Have you never had a bit of Rory's when she doesn't finish it? Oh, no, she didn't finish it. No, she wouldn't. I don't think she's had one. She's had a boost juice. Okay. Yeah, she would have. I don't think so. Not, well, not on my watch. No, not on your watch. Huh. On Abby's watch, though. Apparently. Nah, it's, it seems a very, very grandparent thing, I find, mm. if they're at a mm. shopping centre. I'll ask her. Can you ring her now? <laughs> I just don't Get think I can school. move on without knowing. <laughs> Let's ring the school. <laughs> What's wrong, Stav? We just want you to go and ask Rory if she's out. <laughs> If I was getting a mango magic, where would I be, Rory? <laughs> That's fridge. Do you want my frequent collecting number? All right. Yeah. Here we go. Roll the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things you can say would say in bed. 13, 10, 60, get involved. What you can say in the bedroom, we do this every Monday. And another scenario, today it's at the family dinner. Now, these are going to come to you um, as you're hearing other people call. So yes. So 13, 10, 60, you can join in this anytime. Especially some girls. I don't want it to all be boys. Oh, the more girls, the better, if hmm. I'm honest with you. Yeah, I'll go with that. Liam, what can you yeah. say about scenarios? After all that, doll, I think I could go for a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Well leave the leftovers to you, Liam. Uh, Tim and Ipswich, what can you say in the bedroom and at the family dinner table? Tim. Oh, whose boy is this? 
Whose, yeah. Whose pie is this? Is it a cream pie or? Depends which pie you like. <laughs> That's, <laughs> you That's right. That's true. That's right. Every mouth likes a different pie. Hey, Gary. Gary hey. and Kelvin Grove. What can you say uh, in the bedroom and at the family dinner? Does anybody mind if I do gross? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just put on that voice? As Amen, well? Gary. Amen. <laughs> it's hard to give praise, Gary. I'm so, I'm I guess sorry. we have to ask Grace. Gary, usually, <laughs> usually it's Dad or Grandpa who gets to do Grace. <laughs> Todd in Gemside West. What can you say in both scenarios? Need to wipe your chin there, babe. Yeah, uh, yes. yeah. It's always polite to like, because otherwise you walk out it. and it's been on mm-hmm. your face the whole time, and you're like, mm. "Why didn't someone tell me? I would have mm. cleaned up." All right, this is not dirty. It's all on you and your mind, Rebecca. What can you say in the bedroom and at family dinner? Hurry up and finish. I'm about to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Hurry, <laughs> Hurry it up. Hey, uh, Steve in Brussel is on with us. Uh, what do you got for us? Uh, I licked that clean. Yeah, oh, yeah, must have been good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big <laughs> <laughs> They're rolling in thick and fast here. Uh, JJ, what can you say in the bedroom and at family dinner? Please, can I have a bigger piece? Mm. Yeah, you can take on more. Yes, I love the end piece. Mm. You know, like that, that first tip, right on the tip, that's the best pit to just... I, I usually, when I'm carving, I'll just steal the tip. Well, what do you, what do you want, though? Do you want the breast or the thigh? I'm a breast guy. You're a breast guy. I'm a breast. I always get annoyed when people think that I can't take anymore. And you're like, mm, why did I get so little? Well, maybe they think you've had too much. Maybe they mm. think, we've got to stop this girl because she'll just mm. keep on going. Leave some for the other people. Helen in Waterford West. What can you say in both scenarios? That's a bit salty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Had a big weekend uh, this weekend just gone. It was me and my wife's anniversary, 21 years together, which was lovely. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Because you do together. Get less for murder. And then you do, you could commit a few murders for that. Uh, do you celebrate your anniversary? That wasn't your wedding. That was the year that you were together? I uh, Same yes, day. Yes, but I got we got married on the day we got together, so I only had one date to remember. You're a genius. I know, aren't I? God, you're a genius. I know, I know. So 16 married, right. 21 together. But you celebrate the longest because that's always an achievement. I'm not I'm throwing away those five years. They were rough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, so, and we also had a wedding to go to as well uh, in the valley. So we thought we'd combine the two and we got a hotel room for the two nights, Friday and Saturday, and um, just stayed there the whole time. It was lovely. And, of course, you're watching the news, and especially when you've got an event to go to and you had that flight attendant um, who drove someone up from Ballina and they were in Fedorara. So you're constantly looking at the numbers and worrying about whether or not the wedding's going to go ahead. And Do I bother getting ready? Or, you know, or, or is there's that small part of you that's like, I mean, the wedding will be nice, but if we do just get to lay here, the two of us, all yeah. day, that's going to be good. Well, they don't kick you out of the hotel because yeah. you're going to get down of wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was half of me like, doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a BWS right outside. Right outside, yeah, everything. But that was that was the other thing too because we were in the valley and um, so we went for a, um, a wander around and we're going to all the, the lovely shops down there. It's pretty. It's like it's flash and I couldn't afford anything. Yeah. Um, but and obviously uh, COVID Forget times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> COVID times. So you got to sign in every time you go in. And it was that one time where I was like, I said to Cat, "Geez, you know, obviously we don't want a lockdown, but 
we're going to look really cool if we have to get contact traced. <laughs> the Lamborghini like, shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just sign in here. We didn't go in, but, you know, ooh, that's a flash one. That's, that's really cool. I've always said that to you. My biggest fear of contacting, of mm. contracting COVID mm. is people learning how boring I am by oh, seeing where, where I've checked in. Yeah. People will be like, this guy's a loser. Yeah. You can already do that by checking your history. It is but, but, quite depressing. Yeah. But it's different when it's on the courier no, mail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can lie about it now. That's, that was our thing. I mean, normally it would be here... Home, maybe IGA Aldi. on the way home. <laughs> and this one was like Pottery Barn, Wheel and Barrows, Space Property. It was going to say, Whoa, look at us go. You reckon if you want to be anonymous, we'll know where you are, though? It'll be like Oxley School, yeah. Oxley Bunnings. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it, really. Occasionally, you might Repeat. see me pop into. Black milk there for a latte or something. I thought like, you meant the clothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. no lo- the coffee shop in Oxley is called Black oh, Milk. Right, right, I thought you meant right, the clothing just... too. You'd look great in those tights, <laughs> you mate. Bet. You would look, yeah, good for you. <laughs> like I said, my biggest fear. He's got tickets on himself and he thinks he can squeeze into those things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it I does, to... does take a man who loves himself to wear tights. <laughs> it? it does. Um, but we were at uh, over, Overlo, over, over, anyway, hotel uh, in where Emporium is. Where they um that little place in the valley, and there's some good shops there. And I found this really cool shop. I can't remember the name of it, but it's got like a lot of um. You know me, I love I love moose. Yeah, you yeah, know I love a moose, can. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had one of those. I've always wanted one. Wouldn't look any good in my house. One of those um, moose antler lights that are made up of, of antlers yeah. and stuff. I was like, that's sweet. Uh, so I went and had a look. And they had all this sort of cool stuff, like uh, bottle openers made of um, bone and stuff. But they had this big bowl full of moose antlers, uh, painted black. Very classy. Uh, <laughs> but like black moose antlers. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm going to have to get me one of those. Uh, and I was like, you know, can't just get any moose antler. So there was a good, there was probably about, I don't know, 50 of them. Yeah. And I was there for a good solid 10 minutes. Like, do I want that one? That one's in like that shape. Do I like that shape? What about this one? I'm like, you know, trying to judge it all. I'm like, do I want this one? I was there for about 10 minutes. And I realised it's a mould and they're all the same shape. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what one moose what they you, got him from. But... <laughs> so you're like, you're like, God, there's a lot of there's a lot of moose in here, yeah. but it was just plastic. Well, I don't, yeah, yeah. Obviously, there was this one one moose where everyone went, look at his antlers, they're lovely. Let's <laughs> let's break the mould on these ones. So, but I got it. Did you do that? Wait, thing? What do you do with it? I put it up on the wall. It's oh, like you put a, it on it's the like wall. It's like a statement uh, yeah. piece. Okay, I'll take a photo for you. I wonder. Really, <laughs> really ties the room together. <laughs> Maybe a bad head for handles. Like I just do it. <laughs> now there's an idea. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Stab Abby and Matt. Save my marriage. couples were open and honest and said, look, we're, we're living together, but we've got real problems in our marriage and we think we're heading for divorce. And we thought, well, let's see if we can help a couple, which is Cam and Frankie, and people can live through them as well. I'm saying like their sessions are up online. We've mm-hmm. done that. And um, their counselling sessions where you can get a lot from it. Now, if you're in a relationship and you're fighting about finances... Every You're couple not does, alone. Though, well, they're saying they? about a third of all um, couples ha- say that that's probably their main conflict, but it's also listed as the main conflict for um, reasons for divorce. Really? Yeah, because mm. a lot of people fight over it. I'll be honest and say, Esther and I, our biggest, our, our most argued thing would be 
money. Budget man and spendy girl. Yes. We don't anymore because yeah. Scotty gave up. And that well, was really <laughs> exciting um, at that moment. And he said, I just don't even need the bank logins anymore because it's depressing. <laughs> but it's, And it's always it's, it's silly at the end of it when you think about it. But I think it's the stress. I, I, I don't know whether all men feel like this, but I feel a real pressure to provide for my family and I feel like I'm fully judged. On the my my whole family's lifestyle, I feel like rests on my shoulders. But yeah. it, it, thing is, now it's changed, and it's also for women as well. Yeah, and that, and that, that <laughs> could like, be an issue that they feel like you know, if you control the money, you control them. Yeah. But it did come up in the counselling sessions with Cam and Frankie, and something quite surprising mm. is that they have separate accounts. I don't know how much he gets a week. He keeps his for him, and we don't share. His money is his, and then my money is mine, and I don't like to ask him. I found that quite bizarre that she didn't even know how much he earns a year. Mm. Like, I thought mm. even if she didn't control any of the money or do any of that, she would still know his salary. Well, I think to give finances is to be quite vulnerable as well. Like, yeah. it's one of those biggest things that you're sharing, because you don't really go into a room and say it. So if you're doing it with a partner, you're being, you, you, you're sharing, you're one, you're united. Yeah. To so to not know seems quite secrecy, like something's going on. Mm. Um, now this is what Cam had to say from his perspective when it came to their finances. To be brutally honest, I don't really share my money. I just pay the rent and the kids and stuff. But it's it we used to, but I don't know what happened. Mm. And that one there, they used to share finances, mm. and then they stopped. So there was a reason for that, mm -hmm. um, which we're going to chat to Cam and Frankie about in just a second. Um, and it must have been a big, it seems like it was a big, um, big losing trust. Mm. Um, but what would Frankie like? Cam's in complete control of the money at the moment, but what is it that uh, that Frankie actually wants from her husband? You've got to share. You've got to put it out there so then you can work out what needs to be paid, what's this and that, what needs to be saved. How can we a family if we can't even share. We need to share because we have children and, and we've shared our bodies together. I mean, what's the difference? I love that, bodies and finance. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we the same. Share the money. Yeah. Well, it is, it is strange, I guess, isn't it? Like you've taken a piece of each of your body and created a whole new human, but yet you're not willing well, to share Well, something's happened. Money. I can understand if people keep it separate the whole time and that's just maybe they're both independent and they've both got their own money, no reason. But if you were sharing and then went back, that's then true. something has obviously happened that was mm. a big deal. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Save my marriage. Yeah, Cam and Frankie, uh, our Save Our Marriage couple have put their hands up and said, yep, we, we need some help. You've been doing a group session, a couple session, I shouldn't say group session, there's <laughs> no one else involved, right? <laughs> right? Right. Uh, no, you've been doing couple sessions and also individual ones. And one that came up both um, in your sessions for both of you is finances. This was a big one. I don't know how much he gets a week. He keeps his for him and we don't share his money is his, and then my money is mine, and I don't like to ask him. Now, you both work. Yes. yes. Yeah. Did you used to share money? Yep. Work okay. back. But, but now you've got individual accounts, and you don't know how much each other's earned? No, actually. I don't know how much he earns. Well, why is that, Cam? 
I just got into a habit and it stayed like it. Mm. Was there a, a time when you were criticising how much people each other spent and what it was on? I'd say, yeah, because I thought you used to stupid spend money. Like, didn't really think, just spent it because it was there. Mm. Okay. You said you, you used to spend? No, the wife used to just oh, right. stupid spend and I didn't like it because to me it was like wasting money. Yeah, I would agree with that because um, when he met me, I was into buying a lot of shoes mm. yeah, and um, buying clothes and um, spending it on the pokies and, um, yeah, pretty much like that. Fun money. Yeah. Mm. And arguments, obviously you were th- thought that was a waste. Arguments came and you're like, I don't want to share money anymore. Yeah. So is that something that you would be comfortable to work Towards having another bank account together. Yeah, well, on our date, we we talked about that too. That come up with oh, before the date actually, I showed her my account and said, yeah, we've got to start working out, sit down and work out what we've got and what we've got to do with it. Mm. We're like, holy moly, he's got a lot of cash. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So I want the marriage to work. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I can get that. I can see that. Well, that happens with a lot of couples, especially when they've got joint accounts, because you know you go, you just bought this, you know, thing for your pool room, or you just bought this handbag that you know, mm. and it does cause a lot of risks. So I, I would suggest like keep some money separate for your fun monies, and then have a joint account that you both put into for the family. That's how I. I would but then the it. other thing is, can't you have a a joint one and just work out a budget and trust each other mm. to stick to it? Because if you both work out how much money you're allowed to spend on yourselves... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter. It's just, it sounds like at the moment you've lost trust with finances. Yeah, we have. But as I said, we spoke about it just before our date night, about sitting down together, having a conversation and sharing what our, both our incomes are mm-hmm. and working out what's going to go where yep, yeah, together. Mm-hmm. And having some play money on the side for both of us, yep. mm. you know, f- to keep up our date nights mm. as well. So, Do the arguments come up about because what might be important to one is not important to the other? So, for instance, you might spend money, Frankie, that Cam, you think is silly, but if it's important to you, you know, you, you should be able to spend that money. You don't want to feel like every time you tap a card that yeah. you're going to be in trouble or you've got to double check. Yeah. Um, well, there were times where I just go ahead and and do it mm. and then I, don't, I did not know why he didn't he didn't allow it to, you know he did he wasn't okay with it i just didn't know why because when it comes to him i'll just give him my card and just go oh yeah go up the road and and come back and yeah like i had a bit more trust in him but he didn't have a, more trust in me i felt and i think that might be something he needs to work on within himself I guess. Mm. Did you ever express how much spending money on maybe shoes or even going to the pokies had it distressed was, you? Had you explained that? It was mainly the pokies and she knew. Because mm. that's how I pretty much started. One time I had left my card with her on a payday and I got back and there was nothing. Mm. Oh, okay. And so, to me, and we didn't have kids. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. And, um, yeah, and I went out. I went up, up the road. He was at a party and I had nothing to do. So I was pregnant at mm. the time and I brought me some chips and I brought me some drinks and I went to the pokies, looked at the time and, oh, I don't want to go back yet and sit there waiting for him while he's still partying. Mm. So, you know, easily done. Mm. You're just sitting there and you're putting the money and putting the money and before you know it, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I've got to go back and tell him. <laughs> yeah. I just got carried away and I was like eating and, and playing pokies. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I don't want to go back to the party because I don't want to sit there amongst everybody. 
And why did that annoy you so much, Cam? It wasn't a party. I was at work. Oh, when you were drinking? I was at work on a Friday. At your mum's? Yeah. It was on a Friday at work when I got home. I was at the Wanderers that time. No, it wasn't. Oh, maybe there was another time. I don't know. We lived in Papakura. I can't remember that time. Mm. Well, that was the main time, but, but she hasn't done it. She's gone off oh, it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. And I was younger then. and yeah. So maybe it's time to trust. That was many years yep. ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I think what you've realised through this, though, is that communication. Mm. Now, Frankie, yeah. you know he doesn't like the pokies. That's one of the things where you go, okay, I'm not going to spend money on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, or or we like have twenty dollars each and we'd both do it, but then yeah. I end up giving them mine because I get bored with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you can do it before or after a date night. You guys are out yeah. together. Do you know uh, what I mean? I'm not into. You're the not into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was many years ago. That, that no, was many, many years yeah. ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not into the pokies. Yeah. Even yeah. though we had twenty dollars each while we were um, on our date night. Yeah, <laughs> that was all. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, we're yeah. back to mingling and looking around and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much for coming in. Good to see you again. Um, there's still a few little surprises to be booked in for you. We are working our way to decision day. Uh, will you, because at the end of the day, it's got to come down to it, and uh, will you work it out or walk away? Cam and Frankie, great to see you both again. Thank you for coming in this morning. Thank, thank you, guys. You Thanks much. for having us. No worries. Thank you, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This is very embarrassing. Mm. It's, some people are probably thinking it's not, but if you were in the situation, at the time I was mortified. So you know how we're all wearing masks at the moment, mm. and I'm, it's so great that no one in Brisbane's really complaining too much about I know there was a bit of a protest on the weekend, but that's the minority. The yeah. And it was respectful and peaceful. Most people, yeah, they're wearing them and, and they're cool with it. But it's hard. You can't really... It's hard to recognise faces, mm. so people who you you sort of know but aren't like super close. Like I could pick your faces any day of the week with a mask on, but like mums and dads at school who oh, you yeah. only see here and there, I can't always pick them. Mm. I'm lined up uh, at our coffee shop in Oxley, um, where everyone goes. There's always a huge line out of it, um, and I saw um, who looked like one of the mums from school, and it was she was just sort of in my peripheral, and I looked looked and I looked back and I was like oh god I can't what's your name can't remember your name oh hey how you going how things been I haven't seen you in a long time like if I don't remember someone's name you go mm -hmm. over the top I double down you do you do you act like they're your best friend or perhaps your ex that you awkwardly can't remember or something it's quite strange well because I Mm. i you don't want to embarrass them. Yes. But then they get confused. Because remember that person you didn't even know? You and went you in and hugged them. and was like, oh, it's good to see you again. And she's like looking like you've never actually met me. That was awkward. Yeah. You just know my brother and you've never met him before. It well, was no, just no. online. She yeah. came up and she was like, hey, Matt, I'm Kevin's sister. And I was like, oh. who? She goes, Kevin. I was like, oh, yeah. Hugged her. Turns out Kevin was someone who, who won- listens to the show and won tickets in <laughs> who we've never met. But he was very <laughs> admirable. But, I think it's because she singled out you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I might. <laughs> You went in for the hug. I hugged before her. COVID times, you, yeah, guys, you but should, you brought yeah. her in so close, and we're like, who is that? And you're like, I have no idea. You should have gone to a friend. Do you listen to the show too? Give me a hug. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I thought Kevin was someone I knew. Yeah. And I don't, I never want it, people to think I'm up myself. So mm. I don't want them to think, oh, well, who doesn't remember me? No, they just yeah. think you're up yourself and a hugger. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like real chatty with her, and she was really, 
like really cold. Oh. And I was like, okay, that's weird. I was like, our kids are in the same school. And I was pretty sure they were in the same year. Okay. You know? Maybe not class, but year. And I'm not great with names. You guys know that. I'm a faces guy. I'm not a names guy. Stabbed. Good on you, Lawrence. <laughs> um, and then it dawned on me oh, no. yesterday as I walked out of Woolworths in the Oxley Shopping Centre and I glanced over to the BWS. Oh, no. She's just the chick who works at the BWS. There's a few issues there. I mean, I mean, you do have an attachment. Who doesn't love their person that works at the local bottle shop? You do love them. They give you such glorious... But no wonder she, she was so cold. She's like, you're just a customer and... And not is, even our best. No. Well, <laughs> when Stav comes in, then we're happy. That is my secondary bottle shop. I'm usually, um, like, I'm big at the, the first choice around the corner. The BWS is just where I pop into and I can't be bothered to go anywhere else. So I only go there probably, like, four times a year. Oh, God. And I've just chatted to her about, like, how are your kids? And what, Does she have kids? I don't know. Yeah, that's awkward. Couldn't tell you. I didn't even know her name. So but, we're never going back to that BWS again. Oh, calm down. No. That's, that's <laughs> not the Go, go in when she's not there and ask for her schedule. So you know, <laughs> I can't go on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But then, like a couple of days later, she was back there at the coffee shop again, and we were both in line together again. And I'm like, so you got two choices: you either go in again, like you really do like her and you know who she is. What do I do? Or you've obviously made a mistake and then you just back away. Which one did you do? You friendly back in, or didn't you? I backed away? Oh, yeah. did you? Oh, I backed oh. away and I was like, she was uncomfortable, so maybe I leave her alone. But she kept looking at me to the side, like, oh my god, is <laughs> oh, the freak coming? Yeah. See, I would have gone the other way. I would have gone like, um, uh, you, you, like you knew the last time. It's like, oh, those BWS sales, no. eh? Must be going through the roof with all the stuff no. that's going on. I could tell she didn't want to talk okay. to me. Well, she you normally, you normally, you can't. normally consents that. Why do you not do it then? <laughs> if that's the case, yeah, why that's are you not reading these So faces? odd. That well, I was so already odd. into it then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Had a uh, huge weekend just with uh, kids sports and also different activities and fun stuff, social mm. stuff. I went out Saturday night with um, your wife to West Side Story. Can I just say, she came home a lot sober than I expected. Yeah, 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 yeah. We drank before the show. Yeah, you know, it's a long show. Yeah, we took a oh, wine so in. You sobered up during... No, we were during, fine. We paced ourselves. Oh, no, I know you... What were... I meant was Esther and I are such professionals. <laughs> Oh, she put it's Kate, like coming home to mum and dad. She hit it well. No, 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 no. We just we can handle it. When but, she said, "I'm going out with Abby," I said, "I'll see you on Tuesday." Uh, no, no, we were very decent. But it was a, a situation where um, hubby and I didn't see each other the whole weekend. We just tag team in the sense that I yeah. would have to be at a certain time. He'd be waiting at the door with one or two children, and then would swap over. Mm-hmm. So we both did separate sporting events and need to be home for the youngest. And it was always a case of, "Hey, ready to leave? How far away are you?" And on Saturday night, I was ready to go out, and he went to the Morningside Footy Club, and he was watching the local team there with our eldest son. And he was obviously having a few beers, so I was like, hey, where are you? You said you'd be home uh, like three quarters of an hour ago, and you're not here. Hmm. Can you read out the actual text message that you sent? No, I, I, I could not, Matthew. <laughs> I could not. Because okay? I'm envisioning that you sent that sentence said very differently in three texts. It got to the point where I was like, got the middle son to call him <laughs> and be like, Daddy, where are you? Like, Mummy's got to go out. So I was ready to go. So he came home a bit late for that and he said that I was quite rude about it. Okay. I was like, fine, doll, I'll see you later on. So he didn't wait for me to come home that night. He was already asleep. Then I had to get up early, go to tennis, same thing. I had to rush home so that he could go out. And then yesterday I had... Uh, Bite, uh, brunch with Bite. So mm. there's beautiful drag queens that put on an event at Cloudland, never mm. been to Cloudland during the day. 
Oh, no, it was for our friend Simon's birthday. Unbelievable event. Yeah. Shout out to Rachel next to me. It was her 30th. She did tell me 10 times. Um, she was really out celebrating. She's and not she, awake. No, she's not. Uh, but she felt like her friends were all apologising. I'm like, have you been out with me? Like, <laughs> you do not need to apologise for being the woohoo girl, because that's normally me. Unless they're apologising because you're not the woohoo. Sorry, I know it's normally you, but you can woo later. This <laughs> is her turn to woo. Now, here's the thing with drag queens. Yeah. They are extraordinary. That's amazing. They are funny. Yep. And they've also got such sass, sass that you don't want to mess to them, with them. Now, oh. it was my biggest fear when I was coming in late that I was going to walk in late. So I stood at the door and made sure that there was no one upstage at that time. And then I was like, phew, they're a drinks break. So I went and sat down. Now, while they were delightful, you just don't want to mess with them. There was one girl that accidentally called out bingo early. Mm-hmm. So they got her on stage and we're going to make her do a, a bit of a strip. And they're like, and what's your name? And she's like... Karen. Oh, no. And, oh, yes. <laughs> so they went to town with her. I just realised something. Mm. You just found out what it's like to be a man. What do you mean? Terrified of women that are going to yell at you. Yes! Yeah. And you live in such fear that yep. I was like, I don't, I don't want to have public humiliation. And you know what it is with crowd participation, mm. where the fear in your face, whether you're at a circus or any event, you're like, please don't be that person. And you don't want to look away because you think that's... That's a, a sign, like, yeah. To, like a, you know, That's a signal. going red to a ball. So mm. I was like, I don't want to make eye contact, but I, I, I want to be comfortable with it. And because my friend went to the bathroom during one of their sets, whoa, he had to go on stage. And I was like, I don't want to be that person. Now, bang for your buck. They were supposed to finish at two. Mm. So I said to Scott, I'll be home at three. Because I gave myself a little bit of time for a bit of a drink after. They were still on stage at quarter to three. Mm. And I knew I had to get home. And I had just given Scotty so much grief mm-hmm. that he's texting me saying, how far away are you? But I could not get up and leave. You know when every time you go to get up mm. and you're like, no, nah, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm, And I think it's because I've also held a mic before. Yeah. Like when you have a mic, yeah. you've got so much power. Do you single out people during comedy? All the time. But would you ever come into a comedy thing late? No. Because it, it's a red rag to a, a bull. The yeah. people that do it or mm. that decide to heckle are mm. amazing people. I can just see, though, because, you know, Scotty, he gets around and people love him and he knows everybody. I reckon he's just got a quick call. Hey, BB Gun? Yeah? Doing that drag show, mate? <laughs> eh? Yeah, I love it. No, love it. Love it, mate. Could you do me a favour? Yeah, uh, She's supposed to be home at three. If you could just keep it going for a bit longer, that'd be sweet. Thank you. Yep. And you look beautiful, by the way, love. All right, thank you. If they weren't drag queens, uh, women essentially... You, would you have cared? Like, if it was a group of guys it putting on a show? If it was a group of show? guys, I would not give a damn. I'm nah. like, you don't call out me, babe. I am walking out the door. Nah. But if it was if it was exactly. them. So then I without have... their makeup, you yeah. would have been fine. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I would have owned it. <laughs> and there I go. That's... They had heels stab and they could walk in them better than I had. That is how we are every day. That's how we live. That's the kind of fear well, that we walk through this world in. a bit more submissive because I was submissive. <laughs> We I don't are. know if I can be any more submissive, we but if you are. ask me to, I will. I promise I will try. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Four-time Grammy Award-winning singer and songwriter. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Um, you guys know I'm a big fan of him and mm-hmm. his music, so it is so great that he is going to be on The Voice. He's also touring at the end of the year. Mr. Keith Urban, good morning, legend. Hi, guys. How are you? So excited about this show, and I have to say... In the past, it's been great as well. But the lineup um, of, of you and Rita Ora, Jessica Mal- uh, Malboy, and Guy Sebastian is going to be next level. Very exciting. <laughs> it's really fun. It was fun to be back on that set and uh, 
I've never, I hadn't met Rita before, but we got along. And it was just good. It was just a blast. It was, it was, it didn't feel like all that time had gone by between the first season and this one. So mm. fun to be back in the chair. You, I mean, obviously we've got The Voice. We're going to see you on there. But then you are back in Brisbane in December. I went to your last show that you did at the Entertainment Centre. So I'm very excited for you to come back. Thank you. I can't wait to tour. It feels a bit surreal, actually, because we haven't done it since February last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's it's just been like one long sound check for about 18 months now, so I'm ready for an actual gig. That must make you more passionate nervous. as well, but nervous, because usually if you're playing every couple of weekends, away you go, you're sweet, but now if you haven't done it for that long. Um, I'm just I'm just jonesing to play. I Like, I have no nervousness, no nothing. I just want to bloody play. I want to get in front of some people and play some music. Simple as that. Because we're saying when we go out, we're actually feeling grateful. Like, this is something that we go to every year and it was cancelled and we went back to the event and everyone was just like, oh, my God, we're having such a good time. Where normally you take it for granted every year. And I know you never do for performing, but when it is taken away and there's so many artists all over the world that are struggling because of it, mm. it yeah. does bring back that excitement and that level of gratefulness. Well, and particularly, I mean, yeah, the audiences have missed it just as much as us and all the road crew and all the people behind the scenes. So... Um, we just want to get back into that environment again, you know. It's, I've done a lot of Zoom performances, and you it's hate like, them, don't you? You don't enjoy them. I, it's like it's like standing in the nightclub playing to everybody outside through a window. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's no applause usually. You're vibing off everyone digging it, but when it's dead silent, you're like, they hate this. Oh, that reminds me of my first gig. So I've got plenty of experience with Noah Paul. <laughs> I, uh, I have to ask him, um, did they make you put a guitar in the background on your couch or is that just uh, you're just... No, I, I keep it here in case we got to play something. I spent all my money drinking and just in case we have to play something. It's just good to have it. Certainly is. I mean, especially. I think in all this lockdown, music is something that can really, really help you get you through. If you can play an instrument or sing, it can it can take up so much of your time, which is great. Yeah. Do you play an instrument? Yeah, I play the guitar, uh, play and sing. I'm 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 building up, Keith. I've been taking singing lessons, and I'm building up to be doing my first gig in the um, in the next wee while. So. Um, oh, yeah. where at? At my local bowls club. <laughs> 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 yeah. he do, he's not getting paid for it, and he's there every Sunday, so people aren't going to find it strange. But then he's just going to whip out the guitar and do a performance. Yeah, no, I'm what's, your, gonna ask what's your big number? What's your big opening number? Uh, big, big opening number is um, "Uprising" by Muse. Just you. Uh, me, <laughs> me and I got another mate on the guitar. I got another mate on the guitar. I'll send you my set list. You can tell me what, what, what mistakes I'm making. Right now, you'll be able to see this back online. His face said, "Do not do that." You just pushed the gig back about a year as he needs to work out his set list. What would yeah. you? What would you think he should do then? Do you reckon he should do one of yours, or what do you reckon oh, is like a? Club, I love, I love how bold it is doing a Muse song. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. it is. It's the bowling club. You got to bring it. Yeah, you got to bring it. And um, if you'd like to open for me at the bowler, you're more than welcome to. I absolutely would open for you at the bowler. Yes, I'll, I'll just sit in with you. Oh yeah, we'll, cool. That we'll, we'll become a trio. That could really help. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a twenty dollar bet going, Keith, and I'm going to ask yeah. you. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to play it either way. I'm going to ask lead the it. Witness. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, because you're you're such a superstar, uh, and we know that you're quite a humble guy as well. 
And there's a story going around about you got sent songs from uh, Taylor Swift and you were out shopping at the time and you just wanted to sit down and listen to them and you sat down in a food court. Is Keith Urban the guy that will go and buy things from a food court in Westfield and then sit down and eat it? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. You just earned me $20. Yeah, we will. Oh, there's no way he's going to sit there in a food court. Mm. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll pay $20. I love a food court. Yeah, I t- she was like, Keith doesn't go to a food court, and I could picture you straight up. You're the guy, you circle, you finally get a table. Nicole goes yeah. and gets the kids' happy meals. You had to get a table, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nicole comes back, then you get up, you go, I'm going to KFC, babe. Yes. I'll be back in a second. Um, I was just, I was on my own with the kids. We were Christmas shopping, mm. Westfield Mall. And uh, yeah, and I was hungry. So I just went over to the food court and got a text from Taylor saying, um, I'm recording a couple of these songs, they're unreleased, do you want to hear them? And I'm like, of course. So she texted me these songs. Someone was asking me the other day about, oh, was there all this kind of like privacy and you have to sign these DNA? And I was like, no, she just texted me the song. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> court and listen to these two songs. It's really cool. Had it on speaker, <laughs> wrote it around me. <laughs> yeah. All right, I lost that one. Yes, yes you well played. Did. That's all right, you see. Hey, did you go the Chinese buffet or KFC? What did you get at the food court? Uh, I actually think I had Thai, maybe. Mm. I can't even remember. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I, sorry that I can only remember the Taylor Swift song. <laughs> <laughs> not whether you got potato gems and gravy. Understandable. Look, Understandable. You know, we're not all perfect, Keith, and you're just showing that to us uh, here. So, <laughs> uh, man, you're going to be on The Voice. It returns um, following the Olympics, Channel 7, and then if you want tickets to you at the uh, Entertainment Centre there, ticketech.com.au, go to the website. I, I do want to ask, though, have you got the next album ready to roll? Like, are you the type of person who you go through the whole tour and, you know, tour that album and that record and then you start to work on the next project or are you always, like, sort of one step ahead? Um, the biggest frustration for me was releasing The Speed of Now and having it, especially something like One Too Many and having it connect the way it did and not be able to go out and play that song live. Yeah. Or these songs live, you know, and now we got out the cage and we've got some other songs off this album that... I'm just dying to play live. So that, that's also been hard, releasing a whole album uh, when we couldn't tour. It's never happened in my life. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that bit. Um, but I'm always working on new music. Yeah, always got something something new coming. Do you have a song, say, that you write and then you're you're not vibing it, so you bench it, and then maybe two years later you'll bring it out? Like, yeah. or if how does that work for you? Yeah, some songs just sit around for a long time, waiting to be, waiting to find their moment, you know. Um, but uh, and then and then the flip side happens too, you know. I had so many songs to make up a whole album that it took so long to get the speed of now one out that I thought, oh, I'm ready to go for the second album. But I've been writing so many songs in between then and now that I think half of those songs won't make it mm. to the next record. But who knows? way guys um we've got a huge competition going on here at the moment um where we're giving someone a million dollars we're actually going to give away a million dollars to someone who listens 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard. We, we waited about a week and a half until we said a million, million dollars. Keith's yeah. just put his he's just put his pinky up to his mouth there. The classic million. All the people listening are going, "What happened?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Because you're a Kabulcha boy, you know. Um, do you remember when you got your first big paycheck? You splurge. There's two things I wanted. There was a BMX bike that I really wanted, mm. and it was like 150 bucks, which mm. was about 200 more than I had. <laughs> and um, I went on uh, I went on a singing talent quest thing called Stairway to the Stars, mm. and I made it through to the semi-final, and I won a $500 voucher to this like shopping mall, which was insane, like 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, but the bike I wanted was at a bike store, not part of this thing, right? Uh. So we're in we're in Kabulcha, it's the bike store in Kabulcha. And my savvy dad was like, "Well, let's go talk to the bike store owner and see if there's something he would like at the shopping." Oh, brilliant! And so we went and talked to the guy, and the guy said, "Yeah, actually, I could use an, a a new suit." Mm. And of course, they got all that crap. And when you're a kid, you don't want a suit. So the guy gave me, you know, we just exchanged the bike for me to go and buy a suit. So that's my brilliant. dad. Original that's bike. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's good. very impressive. And no wonder you and Nicole are so in love if your first BMX thing you bought was a BMX bike. Yeah. <laughs> Great show. Great show. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, we're giving it away an actual million dollars. So I, I think... There'll be lots of bikes bought by Heaps someone. Yes. A few. Mm. What would you do with a million bucks if you won it? Oh, you oh. wouldn't see me for two weeks. <laughs> I'd we just, always say I'd that disappear. we'd blow it in two weeks. <laughs> no, 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 not the whole lot. What I would do is I'd take a portion <laughs> and just have like a fortnight of power <laughs> and then come, come back to reality. But I th- for me, it's always been that ultimate dream of I would love to, I mean, I'm saying this because I don't have the money on me, but pay off my house, the houses yeah. for my family. That's yep. what I, that's. I'd yeah, like being mortgage-free for everyone. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Steph would buy their house and let them live in there. Oh, that's what that. he said. I'll buy my We're talking my about what we'd do with Lotto, and I was like, it would be so amazing to put, you know, buy the houses that your, your siblings are living in. And he goes, yeah, and then they could just live there um, for the rest of their lives for free. I'm like, no, nah, mate, you're supposed to give it to them. No, I still, own, own, I still own the house. <laughs> So kind. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Keith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep your portfolio. Yeah. Keith's a businessman. He swapped a suit for a bike. Now look at him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, real pleasure. Um, we always love catching up with you. Thank you so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. Nice to talk to you. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Libby Trickett, the first woman in history to break 53 seconds for the 100-metre freestyle. Oh, everyone is glued to the games at the moment. We can't say the big O word because we're not official partners and they'll come after us. Don't want that bloke who was all over Anastasia Palaszczuk to come and tell us off as well. What was his name? John Coates, but that she one. asked for it apparently. Yes. That's um, what he said. Uh, <laughs> we're very excited though. The first gold medal that Australia took over the weekend was the girls swimming relay team and they absolutely smashed mm-hmm. it. Someone who is used to having a big treasure trove of medals from the games. Libby Trickett joins us this morning, our Brizzy girl. Morning, Lib. Good morning, guys. How exciting was that? (laughs) You must be so proud of the girls. And I know that you uh, posted saying that you got quite emotional and maybe didn't even expect to get so emotional at seeing them achieve such records. Yeah, it was just... I mean, I think we were the ones to win, right? Mm. Like, they've been so dominant for so long and... 
the heats, like that it was just incredible. So, but to see them win the third gold medal in a third world record over the last three Olympic Games is just remarkable. That kind of dominance is just unbelievable. Yeah, I heard the other teams aren't going to go in the next um, games. There's going to have no point. Well, what's the point? Exactly. I mean, it's, just, it's a foregone conclusion. It's like three years away. Do you want to win through default, though? <laughs> no, we never want to win by default. We want to be the best, always. <laughs> what, um, what do you do with your medals now? Because I know they're not quite the same, but I went through a phase of collecting lanyards from music it's festivals. It's the same. And I had them all hanging on the, the doorknob of my door, and then when I moved in with my now wife, she said, they've got to go. Um, <laughs> so I know I know Big Day Out in Stereo Sonic, uh, lanyard, VIP lanyards aren't the same, but where do you keep your medals? Do they get to the point where you, you don't want to display them? or? <laughs> no, I just hang them on my doorknob too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, every time we open the door, it's like clink, 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 clink. No, um, no uh, mine, my Olympic medals are in my safe at home. Oh. Um, not, just because, I don't know, people have had break-ins and mm-hmm. people steal them sometimes, which is weird. Um, I've seen so many of cash converters. Yes. Were any of my Uh, lanyards there? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. Uh, So what? But what would you do if someone stole your medal? It's not like they can go and sell it anywhere, make money out of it. Well, I think there's a black market for Mm. it. I don't know. Mm. Um, I don't know why people would would steal an Olympic medal, but. You know, because it's it's just about sentimental value. It's what yeah. you put your life into and, and what you've worked towards for a really long time. But I don't know. I guess some people might be interested in it. I know some people have sold them um, right. on on eBay and stuff because they've been short of money. But mm. who? Yeah, I don't know why. Who did that? Uh, um, there was like an American girl. I can't remember what her name was, but she. I think it sold for like thirty thousand dollars. Wow! Oh wow! So you've wow. you've thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh look. Yes. <laughs> times in my life when yes, yeah. yes, I've yeah. definitely thought about yeah. it. You've got the photo with you. Everyone knows you got it. This is gathering dust in your yeah, safe exactly. now. What else yeah. do I need? Yeah. <laughs> uh, people have been posting about being um, in the village, and I guess the excitement of it. It, it's so difficult, I guess, through COVID times, but people are saying once you get in there, it is so special. Do you do you miss that? Is it incredible being in the village? I miss all of it, to be honest. It's been a kind of a roller coaster ride. And, yeah, no, it's not It's not about me right now. It's all obviously about the athletes <laughs> and all of their uh, amazing achievements. But it's certainly a roller coaster ride for me. This is my second Olympic Games. Um, not being in the village and mm. not being an athlete and not being super fit and working towards these amazing goals, you know, instead of trying to win a gold medal, I'm, you know, about to take my child to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been wiping bottoms this morning. And <laughs> oh, look, if you, make it to, if you make it to school or daycare without a breakdown, Libby, you get a gold medal. That's... I- <laughs> I think we should start uh, something like that because seriously, it's hard work. Oh man, I, <laughs> I, I hate the school run in the morning. Oh. That's why we got this job. That's yeah. the only reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's you know it's a different time, and yeah, I, I miss it. It's it's such a, a brilliant thing to be able to do, and I, like outside of my own personal feelings about it, I like the Australian team are just doing exceptionally well. Did you already. ever hook up? 
Did you ever <clears throat> get with anyone? No, I had a boyfriend she, the whole time. Yeah. They've been together oh, the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was right. boring like I'll that. Ask you I'll ask you again. I saw lots of hookups. That was fun. <laughs> you were there? No, that's creepy. That sounds really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> who, who you were just that creepy person at the party just in the... <laughs> who was the worst in the Australian team for hookups? Oh, I mean, the swimmers gave it a red hot go, didn't they? Like we we finished the first week, so but yep. the, unfortunately, there's nothing like that that's going to happen this year, no. which is a big shame. But. What about the uh, the big news about we are obviously getting the twenty uh, thirty two games in Brisbane? You reckon Poppy mm-hmm. would be uh, competing? Is she showing any sort of um, sporting prowess? I've asked her if she wants to compete at the Brisbane Olympic Games because that's who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And she says she wants to compete in tennis. So yeah. she wants oh, to go. be the next Ash Party. So, so dead to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she's 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 gone out of the will already. So. <laughs> I love she's that that's the, the only daughter that he mentioned. Do you not know any of the others' names? Poppy was the first one that came to mind. And I thought she, well, she just looks the like oldest. Yeah, and she looks and like the, the most the most sporty of them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's Poppy, <laughs> Pippet and um Petunia. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty close. Thanks, man. But to be fair, Libby, from what you just said, you probably don't want your daughter to do all of her events in the first week and then just be free to roam about the village. So up, tennis. Hey. she needs to play whatever sport goes for the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, well, if you hear from any of the um, Olympians over there, uh, tell them that you know we're all backing them. And it's one of those times of the year that everyone is so excited and so proud to be Australian. We're proud of everything you achieved as well, uh, Libby. So thanks for coming on this morning. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, and don't forget, you can hear Libby's podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts right now. All that glitters with Libby Trickett. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I was saying on uh, Sunday, I went to the drag brunch that was at Cloudland, and as part of it, they do a bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. Now, Stav, you'd be good at this because you do know, but you know sometimes when you go in hard, like I know the answer to that. Yeah. I know what it is, and you insist to the group that you've got it. Yeah. Oh, follow mm-hmm. my lead. Come with me, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I did that talking about Star Wars movie releases because I always thought they got released in what day? What month? Uh, Isn't it the end of the year, December? December, yes. No, the answer was May. They got released in May. Yeah, mm. May the, the first seven movies or something. May oh. the 4th? That's what I said. I was like, it would have been December, right? Mm. I was like, every time they come out. But May the 4th, wasn't it? Didn't, did they, that's what I would have guessed. No. Because the whole... May, May the 4th. Maybe, maybe I got it right. Maybe I should go back and complain. Yes. So that answer was wrong. And then I went hard mm. saying, I knew when Titanic came yeah. out. Yeah. And I was like, it's 1997. And they were like, no, no, it's 1996. I was like, it's not, it's not 1997. But I thought, you know what, I'll go with the group. So I was wrong with one. And then the one that I should have gone with, I got wrong. It's oh, just so annoying, isn't it? Where you feel like, yes. going, sorry, I did say that. The original Star Wars was released in October. So I think you should go back. I'm going to go back. <laughs> it's about I'm halfway. I'm my friends to fight with the drag queens that they got it wrong. Maybe I didn't listen to the questions. I won't kick them a fuss. Thanks. But no thanks. Terrible at replying to emails. Mm. And as you guys know, Esther and I are getting our will done. And um, I have to give some information, some more information to the lawyers about that. 
Why do you look so happy about sorry, my Sorry, no, I'm so sorry. I was just death. thinking this has been going on for a long time. Imagine if something happened while you were trying to work out your wheel. I know the, the irony, irony, right? I, I know, I'm just, it's been like a, a month, so mm. I was just yeah. thinking you'd want it done quickly. Not that I'm, anyone's planning anything. I was just, you know. Well, like, no one thought anyone was planning anything until you said that. Yeah. Why do you have all that glad wrap? <laughs> and lime. Yeah, <laughs> and a shovel. Hey? Put me somewhere with a view, at least, can you? Yeah, here. No, anyway, but You know, I'm the one that's going to die here. <laughs> no. So, I've got this lovely girl at the lawyer's office sending me an email saying, hey, don't forget the info. And I keep replying with, yes, I promise, I'm going to do that tomorrow. But then I don't. And then she sends another email like, I swear, I promise you, I promise you this time I'm going to do better. And I never do. So, Matthew, be better. Be better, Matthew. All right? She's not doing you any favours. Mm. She's just doing what you asked her to do. Give the girl what she wants. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. So, public service announcement. If you do have to move, uh, buy a people mover, big van, I understand that. People have lots of kids, maybe you do. But if you do have to, don't buy a metallic grey one. And if you do buy a metallic grey one, park it in your garage. Don't park it out on the street. So every time I drive past, I think it's a speed camera. <laughs> You're lying to everybody. Or put a speed camera in it. <laughs> I think I would if I owned one. You would? I'd just put a little square somewhere in the yeah. back. You know those ones and you just go, is that, yeah. is that it? Was that it? Was that? Yeah, that man. Was? And down the road, like 10 metres, go, ha-ha, kidding. Yeah. 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 And the owner's standing out there with a hairdryer pinging you. <laughs> <laughs> they mix them up now. It's not always the vans. So what you can, I swear there were citizens. They advertised for it. So there was people that could do it and it was just in what car they have. No. Yes. They have to be a police-owned no, vehicle. No, they don't have to be a police-owned vehicle anymore. All right, hang on. <clears throat> if you have to buy a car... Oh, look, so hang on, are you saying that if you're like like Uber, you'd be like, hey, I've got a car, No, I remember you when I was living in for... Sydney, you always had the standard police car and then people were outraged because they're like, oh, no, you've changed it, we don't know. And there was all different cars and there was combis and everyone's like, you can't have a combi with a speed camera. Judging on how you went at the trivia night, I'm not sure we can take your little tidbits. I'm with him. I'm not, I'm not sure a citizen's car can have a speed camera in it. Well, no, but they, they have different cars. It's not a standard car. Mm. Remember, we spoke to people before, and there was a police officer. They got pulled over by mm. a big van. Mm. But they're owned You're with by... me, Stav. I'm with you. I know, I know, I know, but they were owned by the cops. The cops aren't borrowing people's cars to go and ping Yeah, people. they are. They're like, get out of the car. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. I'm just, just wrap that we up. need that. Thanks. What's the emergency? Speed cameras. <laughs> no, thanks, but no thanks. I haven't got a car. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105.